Welcome to Cults Daily. Every day in April, we're breaking down various predictions made by different cult leaders. The People's Temple, founded by Jim Jones, culminated in the deaths of 913 people. Find out what led to what was once the biggest mass murder suicide in history. We hope you enjoy the episode. And don't forget to come back tomorrow for a brand new installment of Cults Daily. If you want to hear our full-length episodes on the People's Temple, Part 1 aired in this feed on January 16, 2018. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. In November of 1978, U.S. Congressman Leo Ryan departed for Jonestown, a religious commune in South America. He'd been sent by concerned citizens relatives who hadn't heard from their loved ones in over a year. The congressman didn't expect an eventful trip, and at first, all seemed well in the compound. But as Ryan prepared to leave, he was approached by a few church members. They confessed that they were trapped, terrified, and needed to escape. Ryan promised to send help, but it would never arrive. Jim Jones, their self-proclaimed messiah, heard about his followers' attempts to defect. That night, he herded his congregates onto the front lawn, surrounded by armed guards. Jones stood before them, promising salvation. He motioned to a vat of sticky sweet punch, the most infamous batch of flavor aid ever poured. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Vanessa Richardson, and this is Cults, a ParCast original. This is the fourth episode in our daily series on the strange prophecies made by different cults and their leaders. Throughout this month, we're taking a daily look at the myriad of apocalyptic predictions to try and uncover what makes these revelations so appealing. I'm here with my co-host, Greg Polson. Hi, everyone. Today, we're discussing the beliefs of Jim Jones. In 1977, he convinced nearly a thousand of his followers to move with him to Jonestown, a remote compound in the jungles of Guyana. But they were prisoners in this false paradise. After a small group tried to escape on November 18, 1978, Jones forced his followers to drink cyanide-laced punch at gunpoint. 909 people perished, many of them children. Jim Jones began his ministry as a street preacher in Indiana. By 1965, when he was in his mid-30s, he had amassed a congregation he called the People's Temple. And though he started as a Christian preacher, his rhetoric slowly departed from traditional evangelical beliefs. Around that time, he started referring to himself as a messiah. His teachings grew steadily more apocalyptic, and in an effort to escape the conservative Midwest, he ordered his followers to move with him to California. They settled in San Francisco, where the church-turned-commune thrived. 
By 1970, the People's Temple had nearly 5,000 members, but despite his growing ranks, Jones did not feel safe. He believed the world was on the brink of nuclear holocaust. He became obsessed with finding a safe haven for his followers, a place where they could build a utopia and survive the coming nuclear war. He found this safe space in Guyana, a former British colony in South America. The socialist regime there was sympathetic to Jones' cause. They allowed him to build a compound in the wilderness miles from civilization. Nearly a thousand members of the People's Temple moved to the commune he dubbed Jonestown. But the compound was far from the utopia that had been promised. The oppressive jungle climate and limited resources made it impossible to grow enough food. The followers were also forced to attend nightly meetings, where Jones droned on for hours, force-feeding them radical, apocalyptic propaganda. His sermons were also blasted over loudspeakers, day in and day out, so that his voice never left his congregates' ears. Church members were forbidden from leaving Jonestown. These laws were enforced by the Red Brigade, a volunteer army wielding machetes and firearms. The church members were also forbidden to contact the outside world. Back home in the States, this caused panic. Hundreds of families urged the government to investigate, fearing their loved ones were being held against their will in Guyana. To Jim Jones, government intervention was a fate worse than death. It was around this time that he began holding late-night drills with his followers, wherein they practiced committing mass suicide, demonstrating their commitment to him. By the time Congressman Ryan made his fateful visit to Jonestown, the entire compound was on high alert. It's heartbreaking to think of those few brave souls who sought Ryan's help. In trying to prevent their deaths, they may have ultimately sealed their fates. That night, the Red Brigade rounded up over 900 followers, gunning down any who tried to escape. These prisoners were faced with a harrowing decision, death by cyanide or bullet. Given the options, it's no wonder so many people chose poison. They died holding their children hoping to awaken the Eden they were promised. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the predictions of another cult. You can catch our other episodes of Cults for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>